police got there, the car was locked up, and she was completely gone. She had disappeared from nowhere. And, 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 is, and to this day has not been seen. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay, guys. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to this week's uh, episode of the Family School of Thought. Appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. And please make sure you hit that like button and uh, tell your friends all about us. And um, contact us at the Family School of Thought at gmail.com. And subscribe. Subscribe. I know there's some people out there listening to us that are not subscribing. So make sure you be our friend. <laughs> part of our family. Right. <laughs> part of the family. Um, okay, let's get going this week. Jess, you want to start us out with some uh, facts? Sure, but you, you don't want to talk about the weather that we're both. We're, I think all of us from coast to coast, basically, right we're experiencing. Yeah, we, we all need are to across the entire country. Yes. It's an right, awesome as soon as thing. I'm done here, I'm gonna go plow the driveway. Although so, Jordan is not getting it. So yeah. I can what? Well, Jordan is not getting it himself, Jordan. but it's he more said it was sunny and beautiful. Nor'easter. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna be plowing as soon as we're done, and then I'm gonna get up in the morning and plow again. And then I'm gonna go to work and clean snow there. So mm. you're gonna be a busy snowman. Funny joke. Funny, funny joke. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> okay. So, tell us my some facts. History, about unexplained snow. mystery facts. So, this is about King Tut's spontaneous combustion. Did you guys know that there's a theory that he spontaneously combusted? Yes, I've heard that. I did hear that. Some Well, most history lovers are well aware of the mystery surrounding King Tut's reign and the de- and his death between 1333 and 1324 BC in ancient Egypt. Relatively few know of the of another mystery surrounding his the young king's fate. A team of forensic scientists from England carried out a virtual autopsy of the pharaoh's sarcophagus using advanced x-ray and CT scans and revealed that they found evidence suggesting that his remains may have spontaneously combusted after being um, in his final, being put in his final resting place. Current theories um, suggest that a rushed embalming process may have caused the phenomenon and that oils used in the process may have reacted poorly with another um, another oil once the pharaoh had already been enclosed in his sarcophagus, igniting his flesh and his wrappings until the tomb's air simply had been consumed. <clears throat> Despite this theory, the team's findings have yet to be confirmed, and many believe that it is doubtless more to the young king's story and that only time will tell what really happened in his time of death. Huh. Huh. To me, it makes sense. Spontaneous combustion, especially way back then, mixing the oils, not doing it correctly, you know, happens with hay all the time. Right. Put away damp hay, it's going to combust. So, yeah. 
We if it's tightly packed. It's believable. So. Do you guys remember going to see the King the, the exhibit of King Tut in Chicago? Was that in Chicago or in Vegas? Well, I didn't go to Vegas with you. I can promise you that. So, yeah, me so. It had to have been in Dallas or Chicago. Yeah, I don't. I don't really remember going to see a King Tut exhibit. I remember seeing like mummies, and uh, this was King Tut's. You know, travels around. Yeah, could have been in Chicago, but it could have been in Vegas too. Maybe it was just me and you when we went out. I remember. I mean, I remember seeing some Egyptian like and sarcophaguses and stuff like that in Chicago, but I don't remember going with you guys. I feel like it was at the Natural History Museum in Chicago. I know, but we went to and that. Nope, I only went to the art uh, art museum with you guys. Well, we went to the art and then we went to, didn't we go to the Baseball Hall of Fame or something? Well, that's that not in Chicago. New York. <laughs> no, well, what was there then? It was the... We have been to the Baseball Hall of Fame, but it was not in Chicago. It's not in Chicago. Um, I don't know. We went to the Sears Tower, whatever it's called, the uh, Willis Tower. Yeah, well, I had been to the King Top exhibit. I have been to the King Top exhibit. I don't remember where, and it yeah. was a traveling show, you know. So uh, hmm. it was either it was either Chicago or Vegas. I'm gonna say that it wasn't with us. So okay, mm. all right, okay. Well, interesting. Well, that's good. Yeah. Do you have any more history facts for us? Nope, that's it for this week. Only so, one? Only one. I am so disappointed. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you had all cast, You better have a good song for us this week. I not kind a, of do. Not a depressing <laughs> one. Oh, well. <laughs> it's kind of the point, but... Um, some people don't realize it's depressing. Um, this one is a, it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. Um, but this is Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, and this one is commonly used as a very patriotic song. People blast it on the 4th of July. Um, and it is, I mean, I, I, it's pretty much very unpatriotic because it's talking about how he grew up in a very low class part of the US and because he had no money he basically had to join the army and he was shipped off to Vietnam where he watched his friends die uh, and then it just got worse because he come he comes home and he still is looked down on he has there's no sympathy for veterans um, they're treated really poorly uh, and all of it is because he was born in the USA oh yeah yeah, yeah, it's very much a, a putting a magnifying glass to the realities of the U.S. Um, but uh, people oftentimes completely forget the lyrics while they're shouting "Born in the USA," so much so that uh, Re Ronald Reagan actually used it as a campaign song uh, until Bruce Spring Springsteen was like, "Yeah, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah." The problem. yeah. <laughs> That was a, actually so it was an anti-war demonstration. Right. But it, you know, obviously that's 
anti-US back in those days. It was kind of more of like a ironic song. Right, right. Like, right. We're supposed to be this great country, but it's like, you yeah. know, US with healthcare. We're like a, right. you know, like the poverty, we're like the the inequality. We're supposed to be this huge, like, first world country, but we can't figure out universal healthcare like every other country in the world. Right. Um, was Bruce Springsteen in the military? Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think it said he ever served, to be honest. Well, let's yeah. Google it. Yeah. Well, you said he was shipped off to Vietnam. Well, in a song. In a song. Oh. The song is <laughs> Okay, then. All right. Well, cool. All right. Yeah. And he I, was called for the draft when he was 19, but he failed his physical exam. Really? And avoided, he avoided service in Vietnam. Hmm. Um, the concussion he suffered in a motorcycle accident when he was 17 and his behavior at the induction reportedly made his unacceptable for, uh, made him unacceptable for service. Hmm. Huh. So there you have it. Wow. He was drafted mm -hmm. and then told he couldn't serve. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> well, there you go. But I'm sure he knew a few people who were drafted yeah. and went over and didn't come back. So, yeah. Right, right. right. He was the product of the times. Anyhow. Right. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay, D, I think you're up this week. I am. Got a juicy yeah. story for us? Got anything for me? Another full family murder because we can make it a month. I mean, no. <laughs> well, no, this is like a disappearance. One full month of family murders. No, I, I, I got away from the murder. Well, I don't know if it's a murder or not. Um, I'm doing my story on um, Maura Murray, Murray, Maura Murray, Moira. On Schitt's Creek? <laughs> no. Maura. Maura Murray. She was born on May 4th, 1982 in Hanson, Massachusetts. She were parents Fred and Laura Murray. Murray. And um, she had uh, two older sisters and an older brother. And then she had a younger brother. Um, they were a close-knit family. And she uh, was, you know, very close to all her parents. Uh, her parents uh, div divorced when she was uh, six years old, but uh, was still involved with her father. And, you know, all, her father was still involved in all of their, all of his kids' lives throughout, or, you know, to this day still is. Um she was a um, great student, great uh, kid. Um, her father uh, coached her in um, sports. She was, you know, very good athlete, great friend, um, well-rounded kid, um, did very well in school, very smart, um, she, um, when she was uh, in high school, 
she was they they claimed that she was a very an overachiever um her um father coached her in um track she uh ran track through her school thing um and uh she um scored a 1420 on her sat test so she was uh a prominent student was offered many many scholarships from all all different colleges um but she decided to go to um west point um military uh west, yeah. west point military academy in new york and um she stayed there for um a couple of months until she uh And well, to go back, um, she she went to college and she chose that college because her older sister, Julie, was there at that college. And they um, she was accepted for her track record. And so she went for track and um, to go back, it's a pretty prestige college. It, uh, they only accept like 10% of the applicants that do apply for this college because it's such a, uh, I don't know how to put it, uh, stressful. It's a military, really. Military. You talk about West Point? Yes. Yeah, it's like for the elite. Right, right. I mean, it's it's a very prestigious. It's like a Ivy League of the military. Yes, and that's it. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's the Ivory League of the Military Academy. And um, she uh, went there and decided that she no longer wanted to go. But with all of my findings, it, it it's kind of going back and forth because it was really hard to follow because everybody had so many different opinions. And everybody had different views on on her life, but apparently, um, why she was at the um, West Point Military Academy, she um, uh, got into a little bit of trouble. Um, she was caught stealing. Uh, makeup at Fort Knox. She went there in 2001 um, and she had was uh, in disciplinary trouble about seven times. And for a student, and this is another thing that got to me, this is just my opinion. Um, for somebody that was that intelligent, that scores almost a perfect score, uh, it is a perfect score, on her SAT tests and did got straight A's through school, um, was told by many of her friends that she was um, a very outgoing, uh, overachiever, um, winning districts in um, track. Her father coached her and her sister throughout her schooling, um, 
when she wasn't doing that with her, you know, her father took her to all of the different meets and, and did everything. So for her to get to this academy, an ivory elite schooling, and then to get into trouble um, and have disciplinary seven different times. And then in 2001, um, go to Fort Knox with her classmates and get caught stealing makeup. It just doesn't make sense. It just kind of boggles my mind why she would do kind of these things. Was she striving for more attention? Was she um, going through um, troubles because of the schooling was maybe too hard on her? Maybe she didn't realize that it was going to be as hard course as she thought. I mean, her sister talked about it being so strict that she loved it. And went on and on about, you know, she had a good time, but maybe her sister didn't. Um, but she decided to leave West Point and she went to um, the University of Massachusetts to, to do nursing. So she went from an academy, military academy, to going into nursing, which is both very a very hard um, course to take nursing is so many so much m memorization for you, you got to remember medicines and stats he, there's just so much to do with nursing so um, both of them would probably be stressful so was she going through difficulty times and this is why she did the stuff that she did um, but um when she was at West Point um, and she had already left or was going to leave to go to, uh, up, she applied for um, University of Massachusetts, but they, when she did got the sh shoplifting um, at, uh, um, upon her, she uh, had to um, go in front of, uh, the board, which was uh, uh, the School of Investigation Board. And um, she had fully admitted that she had done it. So she knew she would, she knew she had done wrong, but you know, why she did this to, you know, to be able to go to college and, and do all this stuff. Was she asking for attention? Was she, um, you know, trying to get somebody to realize that something's not right. Um, I don't know. Uh, she just, uh, so. It sounds like her parents were very strict and very controlling of her life. The fact that her dad was her coach. And I bet you she went off to college and finally got where her sister was like, well, this is exactly like home. And she was the opposite where she went, oh, okay, this is what freedom is and started actually acting out. Yeah, and you know, that could be, I mean, and, and, but she, her her sister Julie had said that, you know, they loved their father, that they didn't want him to be disappointed in her. So- Well, that's, like, I mean, I'm not saying that she didn't love her parents. I'm just saying that she finally got that taste of freedom of I can do whatever I want. And right. even when she was in the military, you know, 
academy it doesn't mean that she's not going to be like oh i want to do more of this you know right well, nothing to do with whether or not she, like i'm not saying her parents were abusive i'm just saying that it seems like her parents were in control of pretty much a lot of her life before she, she moved and like feeling way over her head so she right. started self-sabotaging yeah. so she would have right her. right so yeah so nobody yeah. understood why she you know started acting the way she did and couldn't understand um what led up to her disappearance. Um, I didn't get to that part, but her, she disappeared um, February 9th of 2004, but all this stuff has gone on. Um, and then in 2001, uh, or I mean, she was taken in front of the um, advisory board and um, they, the supervisor in the late 2002 had enough um evidence that uh, she was no longer allowed to achieve the acad go to the academy because of their strict rules and so they um, forced her to withdraw her um, her applicant application from West Point. So she had to leave January 2nd of 2002. And that's when she went to um, University of Massachusetts and um, she had met Bill Walsh um, at West Point and they were trying to have a long distance um, relationship. And um, in 2001, um, he was stationed at Fort steel oklahoma so they were still trying you know she was in school and he he was um in oklahoma so they were trying to have a relation long distance relationship and you know how those work um come to find out apparently he was having affairs on her and and i don't know if this led to um why she had disappeared or what happened the of course the police investigated and found that he had nothing to do with um, her disappearance. Um, they had broken up a couple times um, before. And so the relationship was, you know, like having a long distance relationship. Um, in the fall of uh, 2003, she was um, in trouble again. Um, and uh, with... Uh, the stealing at Fort Knox, um, she was brought between, brought in front of, um, oh, no, I, I guess that wasn't it. Um, she was in trouble in 2003, and she got brought to a judge after that um, for ordering food and um, with a credit card that didn't belong to her. Um the person, the lady that um, lived in her dorm realized um, or noticed that there were charges on her account that didn't belong to, um, to anything that she had purchased. And then there was two other um, accounts or two, two other purchases of food accounts on this lady's charge bill. And so she called the police and reported um, a stolen credit card. 
And so the police investigated and found out that all the orders were delivered to um, Mara, Mara, Mara's room. And so the police confronted her. And of course, she admitted to all of the accusations that she had, um, that yes, she had used the credit card. Um, she didn't um, go, you know, she willingly said that she had used it. And the, I, the police officer asked her how she came in contact with the number. And she had said that she had found the receipt in a bathroom garbage or she had found the, the um, credit card number on a receipt. And, you know, back then your receipt, your receipt had your full credit card number on it. Now that that's not the case. And this might be be why, because people were frauding credit cards because they had access to, if you threw your receipt down, people could get a hold of your number. So um, she uh, went to in front of a judge. They, she had a court hearing and um, the police the, or the judge um, uh, recited her for using um, improper use of a um, credit card spending of $250. And so the judge ordered her to repay all the money and stay out of trouble for three months. And the charges would be dropped from her record. Um, and then otherwise, otherwise she would be charged with identity theft and credit card fraud. And, um, Apparently, she didn't stay out of trouble because it went onto a record and she, I don't know, I, I don't know if this is, see that I, I skipped round and round because I was going back and forth from different things. And it said that she could no longer, I thought I heard that she couldn't be a nurse anymore because she had a record. So I don't know if all of this leads up um, or if this is true or not. But um, then um, uh, on February the 9th, she emailed all of her, or her professors and told them that um, she had a death in the family and which was a lie because there really wasn't. So they don't, you know, her family doesn't understand why she would say that. And in the meantime, she had um, gone to a party. Her father, her car was in, um, she had a car and it wasn't doing very good. So her father was going to go buy her a new car. And um, they, she was supposed to be going to a going away party with some of her nursing friends and her nursing friend invited her to this party. And so her dad took them to this party and they stayed at a hotel or he got a hotel room. And um, they went, he, they went into the liquor store. They, 
they bought a bunch of liquor and then the father or they dropped the father off at the hotel and then they went to this party and everybody that was at this party nobody knows anything and the people and the people that she went to the party with said that they couldn't remember anything or who was there they didn't know anybody that was there um so it's just all kind of fuzzy because nobody has any answers or nobody has any kind of um any anything to say about this party that she went to but then on the way home her father had just got a brand new car and she smashed it ran right into a guardrail and the police never questioned her and and see i don't understand any of this either because through these this investigation um prior to the the um disappearance she was never um had had never had a breathalyzer test done anything you know when you crash a car and there's alcohol in the vehicle or you know a young teenager wouldn't you think that you'd get a breathalyzer test? So was she drunk? Did she drink? She went into the liquor store and bought the liquor. Did she drink? Did the cops not think that she had any alcohol on her breath when she crashed her dad's car? And he and she totaled it. She literally totaled his car. So um, the tow truck driver took her back to the hotel and just dropped her off and and she didn't have a way to get into the room so she stayed down in the lobby and then somehow she ended up in the room with her dad and some are saying that um that you know so many like i said there were so many different views and it was the first year of um, computers or, you know, when computers were, you had access to computers. So everybody analyzed their own thing. And um, somebody accused her father of um, molestation. Um, so you, you just, you just don't know. And so on February 9th of 2004, in the mountains of uh, White, uh, White Mountains in New Hampshire, um, she had run into a tree with another vehicle, with her dad, with another car of her dad's. And, um, and then she had never been seen since that day. We crashed into a car. Um, the neighbors noticed that or heard the crash, called 911, and she had gotten out of her car, and she had stopped I, on this route that she had taken. She called all of her professors and said she was going, you know, she um, had a death in the family, and um, she was leaving, and she packed up her whole dorm room. And then uh, it didn't say if she took, the stuff from her dorm room or if she left some of the stuff in her dorm room but she had a bunch of stuff in her car 
but she had packed everything up like she was leaving. And um, and then she stopped at this liquor store, um, put in a map request to go to Vermont and followed Route 112 and crashed her car. And like I said, one of the neighbors called and said um, that there was a car crash. And so um, I don't know that any of the neighbors went out or they were all, all the neighbors were conversing and talking and uh, Maura talked to a bus driver that was coming in and going to his house. And he said he didn't see any blood or anything. Um, he asked if she was okay and said that he would call 911. And she said, no, that's okay. Um, I've already called AAA. And he knew that that was a lie because in that area, there was no cell service whatsoever. And um, so he didn't understand that. Well, when all of the neighbors were conversing and, and the bus driver had left and went, went home to call 911, the police had already started to arrive. And the, when the police got there, the car was locked up and she was completely gone. She had disappeared from nowhere and, 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 is, and to this day has not been seen. So her family's said that the police, everybody has something to hide. Somebody's, everybody's lying. Everybody's hiding something. What isn't anybody telling everybody? Because um, how can she just disappear when, when the, when she crashed into that car um, or, and they didn't do a bluff, bluff a breath analyst um, or, breath analysis um breathalyzer and then, and then when i crashed the second time she just disappeared but the police the next day they didn't even um call the parents and let the parents or family know about the accident till the next day so within that 24 hours 48 hours they didn't do any kind of an investigation they didn't look through the woods her, as soon as her father found out, he went straight to the police. Um, then they went through the woods. They um, took dogs out. They said that the dogs went a mile into the woods and then it led, her right, led them right to the middle of the road. And then the scent was completely gone. Um, but they didn't do any kind of an investigation uh, apparently, it's kind of like we, where I live. Um, you're in two different counties or right on the border of a county. And that's how this where the accident was. Should the state police do the jurisdiction or should the Bath County do the jurisdiction? So they were fighting over who should be doing this investigation, who should be doing it. So I don't know if that's how it got blotched up, but, you know, all the records were kind of scattered. Um, nobody, you know, the family was very disappointed in the police investigation. And so the father started investigating himself. He went up there every day, checked the woods. Um, 
and then um they you know he went to um court and demanded all of the records because he didn't think that they were doing um anything to try to find his daughter he wanted answers um nobody could give him any kind of answers uh in and in the meantime this uh james renner had wrote a book about um mora and in this book like i said everybody had their opinions everybody had a different take on this disappearance um in his book he had um accused uh fred her father of sexually abusing her other people uh this journalist that um went to school um didn't uh, did a an investigation herself and did podcasts and 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 um it ate at her because she attended um the michigan or the michigan um the massachusetts university and uh she couldn't understand about this disappearance so she got into it she went to james renner asked him questions and she um talked to fred murray and uh got a hold of all different people that have done um, investigations on the um, disappearance of Mar Mara. And uh, she did ask Fred, did he sexually abuse his own child? And he said, absolutely not. He, he did not. Um, and uh, they uh, asked a, you know, a bunch of questions. They, uh, Fred didn't want anything to do with James Renner because um, he didn't want his book published and he told him no. And I don't see that's another thing I don't understand if a family refuses for somebody to write a book about your daughter's disappearance. How could he get that published? Um, so that's another thing I don't know. Um, the journalist made the trip, um, that same trip and clocked it out to the same thing that um, Mara did. And she uh, made the trip in two hours where uh, started out, went to the liquor store, went to the ATM and she had a, she had a whole hour gap between this. Mm -hmm. So did she meet somebody and um, somebody follow her up? where she was going and then she crashed. Um, it was a very windy road. Did somebody cause her to crash and then then kidnap her? Um, was it a foul play? You know, nobody, everybody wants answers. Nobody knows. Um, and, and then in um, 2019, uh, they had uh, Fred Myers, Fred Murray had went up to um, to uh, scout around again, you know, because he, he went up every day scouting, trying to figure out why or where his daughter was. He wanted answers, was talking to locals, and the local uh, rumors were that <laughs> she was buried in this basement. But the people that lived there, and like I said, there was three 
there's three houses that you know these where she crashed um one of the people called the police or called 911 and and then the other two there was three houses in that vicinity and then the bus drivers and so um i don't know if it was one of those houses um that it was on that route or that they were talking to that um, once they called 911, the three neighbors went out, um, did one of them snatch her or did one of them say, come into the house, it's cold. You know, you just don't have any answers. But the local people were spreading rumors that she was buried in this one house's basement. And they could not get access because the people that live there would not, apparently they couldn't go into this house. I don't know why. I mean, I'm thinking if you had FBI and see- You have to have some real evidence. Yeah, you have to have reasonable suspicion. You can't just right. barge into anybody's house. They don't have to let anybody in if they don't want to. Right, but um, <laughs> I guess these dogs, um, they had two, for not reasonable enough. Yeah, yeah, right. Two different dogs had not conclusive enough. I don't know. They, they That's not the law works. You have to right, and you have to think too. Like they, the people that own it may have like may not have been involved. Probably likely weren't involved at all. And so, like they may have just bought the house. What you're going to let the FBI come in and they're going to dig up your basement and then mm -hmm. like that's it. You know, well, like they they destroy your house and then you're supposed to just move on. That's a lot. Well, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but the, the old owners would not allow the people to come in. Hmm. So, you know, that kind of leaves suspicion. But then hmm. when the dogs went up, um, it, 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 the house had taken new ownership. And so the new ownership people that bought the house said, yes, they, you know, because the dogs, um, both dogs went to the same spot and sat down and and went crazy in that one spot. So they um, allowed the enforcement, the law enforcement to dig up that spot. Come to find out um, they had a, a um, got, I got a brain for Body? it. No, no. They had. Not. They called a conference uh, to go over the evidence. Uh huh. And so uh, they called the family to come, and they thought, "Oh, this is closure. They found her body. Um, this is it." Um, and then they did. The, they did the um, conference, and and um, it, it, they said that they had no evidence there was they found absolutely nothing and so it was a another loss another empty case um and so uh in the meantime uh, you know through all of this stuff when she before she disappeared um she had gotten calls she was working in um at uh um at a, pl a security place desk and um she'd gotten some phone calls so they you know they don't know if um 
that uh, what happened, but she had made three calls or two calls out. One was to her sister, Catherine, uh, when the uh, manager got to the security desk that she was working from. They had a um, call at 1240 and come to find out that it was um, a line that was on campus. Um, but they said that what after that call or when they found her, she was sobbing uncontrollably. Some say she was, some say she wasn't. Um, so did she get a call to go up to um, the White Mountains? Uh, why did she go up there? Nobody wants, you know, everybody's, everybody wants to know why she went up there. She was only, you know, she was 21 years old. Um, she was of, of legal age. Um, some are saying that she um, disappeared on her own. Um by choice and then changed her identity and could have she because you know she she got in so much trouble it was on her record she got in a car crash she crashed her father's car it was you know eight thousand dollars um and the the police botched blotched all of that up um did she leave the country did she um you know all these answers None of them are answered. Is she in hiding? Um, did she want to just get away from her family? Her family is saying that they were a very close-knit family. Um, if she was in trouble and she had access, she had a cell phone. She said she called the police. Um, did, you know, she they, they think that she took a backpack with her. So it had all of her identification, um, did somebody help her to escape? Um, nobody knows or nobody's telling anything. If she hitchhiked, why isn't anybody coming forward? Um, did somebody, uh, you know, another other rumors were um, that they had skeletons in their, uh, every city has skeletons um, and that, you know, this town that she was in uh, had a lot of skeletons. So were there a lot of sex offenders in this area? Um, was it foul play? Did she get abducted? Uh, did she hitchhike and get in the in with somebody that wanted more out and, and, and tragedy come upon it? Um, nobody knows. Everybody... Everybody keeps saying that, you know, there's just so many different obstacles. Uh, um, somebody uh, or that um, James Renner claims that he almost he he swears he's seen her. Um, he thinks he tracked her down. He thinks she's living in. Um, in Canada, um, that. When she got these phone calls, they found out that, you know, that she was pregnant. Did she leave because she was pregnant? Um, he claims that he had seen that there was somebody that looked just like Mara in Canada. And she was in a track suit. She was running. She had a kid with her that would have been about the right age. Um, so is she... Did she just want to get away from her family? Her sister, Catherine, which was her oldest sister, 
um, called her that night and said that um, she had um, substance abuse um, and her husband had substance abuse. They were both in a rehabilitation center. They got out of rehabilitation and um, apparently they said, she said that she was stopping at the liquor store. Did, is this what upset Mara? Um, and that she had just had all she could take. Um, her sister, Julie, Julie was um, in the military and um, successful, uh, graduated from college, the academy and went off, you know, um, became the sergeant. Um, you know, did she feel like a failure? Uh she talked to her brothers and sisters on a regular basis is what they said when um, her sister went off to military uh, after she graduated. Um, she wrote her letters and um, was very kind. So it, it, did she want to get away? Uh, was she was she? Seeking a, a a different identity. Is she really in Canada? Is she in another country? Um, you know, that's that's the big question. Where is Mara Murray? Hmm. And if anybody, you know, they in every podcast and every YouTube, uh, they have it on oxygen. Of course, we don't get oxygen. Um, they said that you know, you got to subscribe. So I don't know if there's more information on that channel. If they've what year would this have been? This was the last thing that was uh, documented was in 2019. And they claimed that she was seen in Canada. And, um, you know, they think that she went and got another identity. Uh, is she a nurse in Canada? Because it's another country. She got a nursing degree over there um because over here she couldn't because of her college none of her acquaintances and none of her acquaintances will give out any information you know what's everybody hiding what are the police hiding um they didn't investigate good like her sister julie said um of course she was at the military um she was off at her camp or whatever. When she got out of school, she had to go. She went to um, the camp, uh, the military school, or to become a sergeant. Um, um, she said she wasn't contacted by any of the police. She went to school with her, and when her when she disappeared, she was never asked anything about her sister and why didn't the police ask any of the family members what's going on where she's at um and then 13 years later everybody's bombarding the family wanting to know and julie said you know the fbi was never called um the police never did a, a good a good investigation apparently claims from her father um so why wasn't she uh, 
Why would why, why would the FBI be involved? I'm confused. That's about what that. I was. Yeah, I because was, these, that's that's illegal age. This is just a missing person. This is right. like it, it's there's no murder. Right. Yeah, like there, it and wouldn't I be involved can, anyway. And I can see like she was 21 when she went missing. There's no reason for the police to like start asking right. all her family members and right. friends. Right. And, if there's you know, no signs of a, like a struggle right. or you know foul right. play, especially with like oh there's a car accident on the side of the road, you know like how do yeah, they know it, that she wasn't picked up by somebody else? You know like and if she told the bus driver she called AAA even though he thought it was a lie whatever, you know like how do they know that she somebody that she you know like how do they know that she wasn't just picked up and oh I'm gonna come back tomorrow for my car? You well, know that's what. Like, that's what everybody said within a seven minute within a seven minute gap she was gone so like i said did she meet somebody at the at the party store that she was buying liquor from and and follow her up was following her to wherever her dad said that they had a place that they went to in new hampshire every uh at least four times a year so was she going you know she knew the roads was she going up to that retreat that they always go to? But she had programmed it to go to Vermont. She never made mm -hmm. it to Vermont. Where was she going? Who was she going to meet? Um, those are all the questions that nobody has answers to. Um, uh, I think it, was it just a, a bad, yeah. you know, something to make everybody believe that so that she could escape? Who did mm -hmm. she disappear with? Who picked her up on Route One Twelve? Maybe and, one of her, her friends or somebody that's keeping a tight lipped, but right. I think something happened at West Point, which is, mm -hmm. you know, especially this was 2000, early 2000s. Yeah. It was very prominently a male dominated academy at that point. Mm -hmm. And her, her sister was there already, but there's a good history of abuse, sexual abuse and physical abuse to women in the military Mm -hmm. And likely just something in general, happened. not just to the women. You're you right, know, right. General. Yeah, yeah. In general, but likely something happened to her at West Point, and she went to her superiors and and informed them, and they said, "Well, deal with it. You're at West Point." And her, you know, she, then that's probably when all the acting out really started, and that's why she left and. Maybe, and then maybe well, she said to her family and they're like, well, you're just a disappointment. You got kicked out of West Point or whatever. And you, you've been arrested. You're stealing all this stuff. And you've been this straight A great student academically and athletically. And now what happened to you? You know, and then, okay, I'm not getting the support from anybody. Well, so she she did, no, she did get the support from her family. Her well, family was saying now. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. that's what they're saying. But like you said, if something tragic happened at West Point and then she started acting out, she started stealing, then she found cards. She was working two different jobs. So why would she steal? Um, well, typically, when people like that steal, it's a call for help. Right. 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 Because she really needed to make up. Right. That's what right. I'm saying. I, I I just don't get the character. You know, you're a straight A student. And this is exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
this is probably exactly what her parents were saying. I don't get right. what you're doing. Yeah. You're a straight A student. You were so great and you were top of your class and you got accepted into West Point. Like what's going on with you instead of like sympathizing and empathizing, like what is going on? Like what happened? Let's right. have a conversation about it. It's uh, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know, that, and I don't know that they said anything. I mean, the, the way that they're talking, you know, they they didn't say anything. But um, like I said, I just think that the her demeanor of her doing the things that she did, she was asking for help. I really think that something yeah. had to have happened. She got raped. You know, something mm-hmm. something tragic happened to her at school. And she didn't know how to deal with it. And she didn't want to tell, you know, if all of her friends are hiding something. Well, or, you know, if something happened, though, too, we are past the Me Too movement at this point where it's more well known to speak out. But back then, if you were raped, you didn't speak out about it because you weren't the victim. You caused something to make it happen. Right. Especially if it was one of her higher ups at West Point. You, right. she would have ruined a career. It right. was what they would have told her. And yeah, like you say something and I will ruin in your entire life. And maybe yeah. she did say something and then they started to ruin her entire life. So okay. maybe she escaped out to Canada. Right. right. And um, then, like I said, you know, there was rumor that she was pregnant. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, um, she didn't want whoever raped her to be able to have access to this baby. Yeah, you know, they would have gotten custody. And, right. right, exactly. Right. So they would have gotten, they would have taken the baby away. So maybe she did, like I said, maybe she escaped. She did mapped out all the stuff to make it look like it. And, and then that's something too, especially with if it's a, but, involving but, a baby, she wants to keep the baby and doesn't want the father to know and she's got to get away. You can't tell anybody. Right. Because you tell your parents and they might say something in passing to somebody else. And then it's out and out that she's not missing. She's in Canada. Canada. Right. 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 So that, you know, that's a, that's a theory. So, I mean, I, I'm hoping that she's safe. I'm hoping that, that, that might be the case. It's, it's a sad situation. Um, that Or another she, situation the is another scenario is that she, did piss off somebody at West Point that was a higher up, and they know what to do and how to keep uh, how to uh, cover their tracks. Yeah, right. And and maybe they were the ones following her, and maybe they were the ones who. Mm-hmm. And she took off running, and they grabbed her. And like you said, and and there was another thing that um, there was human um, remains found on Loon Mountain, which was, um, I think they said 20 miles from where she was, where the car crash was, or 20 miles, 20 minutes. Um, And so, but the the bones had been there too long, which I can't understand that neither. How could, if you find human remains, how could you not know whose they belong to with any kind of a DNA? Well, you can't, you can't, it depends on the bone. So once and, things are down yeah. to the bone, you don't have any real, like you don't have any DNA once they're down to the bones. And when bones sit out, they bleach in the sun. Right. Right. Uh, 
And then also animals. You've got to think about animals. Animals probably destroyed the remains. And then they've got only fragments. Right. And then it's all contaminated. Right. right. And so they said that they couldn't use those remains. So the, that was another, you know, shot that were they hers? Um, if, if she hit her head when she was in the accident, um, you know, she was drinking. She crashed. Did she hit her head? She went walking. Um, and then she just succumbed to the situation that, you know, it's two foot of snow, February. You're in New Hampshire. It's freezing. Right. Um, so did she uh, sit down because she hit her head and then just fell asleep for a little bit and never woke up? Um, you know, there's just lots of different, lots yeah. of different things. So, and, you know, if, if she did go somewhere, why hasn't anybody recognized her? Why hasn't anybody said anything? So that's what, you know, they're trying to get across now. Um, if you've seen her, if you've, if you think that that's her, you know, but she's lay, low enough. I'm pretty sure that she's probably, if she is on the go, if she is trying to hide something, um, if, if she has, has a baby because somebody impregnated her and she's trying to hide that from them, um, she's going to keep a low pro profile and she's going to try right. doing whatever she can to. And if somebody did, if that James Renner did, uh, find her in Canada. Maybe she's moved on. Maybe she's gone somewhere else. Maybe she's here in the United States. Maybe she's in Portland, Oregon. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, yes. she could have. She could have went all the way. Around. I don't know. I don't know where she's in. She could be anywhere, really. Um, I, just to clarify, she went to a party the night she went missing. No, she had went to a party beforehand. So she got um, in two different car accidents? Yes. She smashed, okay. Okay. she smashed her father's brand new car. That Her dad was going to find her a new car. And he had went up to get her and a friend. And then they went to a party. Her dad went to a hotel. And see, I, I didn't get all of that either because I was kind of in and out. Um. And I had kids, so I kind of missed some of it. But um, they went, her father picked her and a friend up took, and said that they could take his car to a party. And he had just bought that car. And mm -hmm. she smashed it. And, and the friend wasn't with her because the friend stayed at the party. Okay. She went back to the, she was going back to the motel where her father was. And she drove it right into a guardrail and smashed mm -hmm. it, completely destroyed the car. It was, it was totaled. So why did she do that? Why did she smash that car? Why did the lady run through the insurance agency yesterday? I don't know. <laughs> why did a lady hit a traffic cone and drag it all the way home? Nobody knows these things. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you hear that? Um, a lady pushed on the gas pedal and run right into. Okay. But let's That's be honest. It, yes. it was like an 80 year old lady. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's she stuff washes all the time. the brake and not the gas. But yeah, it happens all the time. Yes. But um, so I don't know. I mean, she smashed right into it. And why didn't, like I said, you know, that that's questions that the, you know, the family wants to know. Why wasn't, why didn't she have a breathalyzer test? Why didn't she get taken to jail? Why did the why did the um, tow truck driver what drive did her back to do with the cops? Like if the her dad picked her up, what no, would her, the cops have done? Her dad didn't like pick the, her up. Her dad was at the hotel. She was driving the car from the party back to. But the didn't hotel. you say she, he went to go get her and picked her up? No, no. <laughs> she had her dad's car. They <laughs> her dad picked her and her girlfriend up, and they said that they were going to this party. So her dad said she could take her, take his, his car. car because he didn't, she doesn't have, she didn't have a reliable car. And um, so her dad gave, went to the hotel and her and her friend went to this party. Her They stopped at a party store with her father, got all the booze, dropped her father off at the hotel, went to the party which I don't understand why the father would allow that, knowing that you're going to. She's of illegal age, but yeah, right, I want to the car. And then, and not say, well, when you want to come home, give me a buzz. Right. Call me. Sounds to like maybe they're trying to place the blame on people other than themselves. Yeah. Not that they're to blame for their daughter's disappearance, but like I, this like idea that they're like so mad at the cops for not doing something that like. And they I don't was, do like right, it's not and, something that they do on every case, right? And with the, I mean, yeah, granted, but again, this was early two thousands too. But like, a lot of times with cops, if they see a young kid or right. early twenties person that doesn't appear like fully intoxicated, you know, but a lot of times it's like, hey, you know what you're doing, like yeah. let's be safe about it because, or like if there's alcohol in the car, they dump it out because they don't right. want that person to have a record. Right. Especially EUI type of a record. Right. So, so I don't know, you know, if that's what happened, but there was alcohol in the car. There was alcohol gone from the car. So she had taken alcohol with her when she left. Um, that's why they're saying that she took a backpack. I mean, I don't know any of the. The, the thing though, too, is like, was the alcohol open? Yes, because it was in the car. Doesn't and, mean and it was how, open. And there was alcohol on in the car, but did it get open because of the crash? Right, both, right. You know, air, all both of the airbags went off in her car. Right. I mean, because then so she could have easily said, "Oh, I just went to the store and picked all this up. I smell and, like um, booze because I just crashed." Yeah, right. Broken, you know, like. So the cop could have easily said, oh, yeah, you're yeah. right, sure. Right, right, right. I mean, it's, I think it's understandable. I think there's, you know, you don't know all the information. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So, you know, like I said, she crashed into the guardrail on the way back, but the tow truck driver took her to the hotel. And, you know, then they're saying that her father molested her because they shared a double bed, you know, there was a double bed. And if you went to a hotel and, you know, it was your father, would you sleep in the same bed with your dad? A lot of people said, yes, they would. Um, but then um, in the investigation, it was two twin size beds. So, you know, 
I don't know. And then some was saying that she was down in the lobby until 530 in the morning. So because she couldn't get into the room. Because she hadn't. She Which didn't. that doesn't make sense either, though. Like, why would you, if you didn't have a key, go knock on the door for your dad to open it up? Right. Or just go to the front desk and say, hey, I'm hey, I, lost my, yeah. I was in a car accident. I lost my key. Right. None of this stuff made sense. So, like I said, you know, I, I the way that she acted. Um, and, you know, if she's coming back from a party, how do you know she didn't get to the hotel at like 430? Right. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, she was in the lobby till five. OK, well, right. it's not that long. <laughs> Probably sat down and took yeah. a breather after a car accident. Right. So I don't know. It's it kind of sounds though like that's my again, story. Yeah, it sounds though like in my opinion, you know, a smart kid, but a lot of pressure put on by both her parents. And right. then when she messes up, well, her mother was like, her mother was sick. Her mother was sick, and um, her mother died. Okay, well then, that's got a whole. That's a big, yeah, yeah, big thing. Yeah, but I don't know if it if her mother died after she disappeared. But even if her mom was sick before she disappeared, I mean that's a huge thing too. If, right, if you are close with that parent, you know, like that's a good right. Thing and she too. was very close with her mom, yeah. and yeah, and um, I mean, and, you see it all the time where these smart kids that are they Victorian and, you know, the top of their class and then they go off on their own and no longer have the pressure of their parents. Right. Or, you know, you know, they have a little bit of freedom and, you know, not that they go down the wrong path, but they do things that they wouldn't have done when their parents mm -hmm. were in charge of them. Right. right. You know, I mean, all kids, uh, yeah, you know, all like, kids do those kind of things and yeah. But most, most, I think it's a pretty common that at 18 kids get a tattoo or a, a piercing, you know, in a defiant way to say, I'm an adult. I can do it if I want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty common. So I didn't do it when I was 18. <laughs> I went and got my ears pierced. A second hole. <laughs> and we were all with you guys. No, we I went and got No, just my, my second hole. My right. little hole, which... That's it's not even there anymore. It's closed up. Oh, but I just I just thought that it was a a thing. Oh, you know, it's an odd miss. Maybe she got abducted by aliens. Aliens. I was also thinking. I'm trying to think of where the Appalachian like mountains are in relation to New Hampshire, Vermont. But there is like a correlation between basically like. Uh, the Appalachian Mountains and, and a bunch of like cave systems in the Appalachian yeah. Mountains and disappearances throughout the states. Right. And I don't know where Loon Mountain is compared to that because, right. That's what I was trying to think. You know, that it, up that route. And, you know, then I kind of, you know, looked up like sexual offenders. And, you know, of course, you can't get any of that information. You know, where there are a Not lot from of 2004. <laughs> No, because because up in that, you know, a lot of rumors said that the, in that area, there was a lot of skeletons to hide. So I don't I don't know what. Yeah. When you're listening to a bunch of different people's opinions. 
You don't know what's truth. What's well, and when you watch documentaries, they're, you know, they say that they're unbiased, but typically they're biased right. in one opinion or the other. Right. So right. That's the whole point of a documentary is to get your point across. Your but point across. Sadly, right. like most likely, she probably was drunk on the night of her disappearance and probably was going to get kicked out of college, you know, out of University of Massachusetts or something. So left her dorm room because she knew she was going to be done with it and then got into the car accident and was drunk and probably wandered off and fell off a mountain cliff, you know, like. Or know, hypothermia, like you said, mom. Somebody would have yeah. found the body. You know, I mean, Not I just always. How could no, in February? Is... Right. In February, like, it probably got covered so quick with snow. Right. And then an animal probably found it, found her body mm -hmm. and drug it off somewhere. And and then, yeah, yeah. And then you have the springtime where it just like kind of washes away everything. And I yeah, know. I mean, anything could have happened. I mean, it's. Or maybe somebody was driving by, picked her up, and she's a, um, a she got picked up in, for a sex trafficking. She got trafficked, yeah. trafficked, yeah, because she was a traffic. She was a beautiful, beautiful girl. I mean, so it could yeah. be. It I could mean, that's be. something that could have happened too. You know, maybe the bus driver kidnapped her. Well, maybe the bus driver. The bus driver lived within one of those three houses. I mean, there was three houses and then the bus driver's house. Well, isn't that like a perfect crime, though? You like you find somebody, you can kidnap them. You call the cops saying, hey, there's this girl. She won't come with me. She's on the side of the road still. There's a car accident. You need to come out here. And then, like, hide her in your closet until the cops well, that's what I mean. That's what I was thinking. That some, you know, they said that all the locals said that they, that... She was buried in this one house. So mm -hmm. was it the bus driver's house? That's what I'm trying well, to think. I don't know. That's something though, too, is I mean, that like he he could have easily like hit her and then transported her somewhere else off. Right. Like, That's what I'm that saying. The, the, those those two yeah. dogs that those two dogs yeah. sent had her sent in that house. Yeah. Was she in right. that house? I mean, and then like you said, that he took her body somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, and, I and, ser and serial killers know how to do, you know, I mean, yeah, her scents were there. Maybe they spotted it there. Um, he cleaned it up, but he took her body and burned it. And yeah. you know, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Could have been anything. So, <laughs> so. Hopefully those. Uh, that hopefully is fascinating. So. <laughs> hopefully there's closure to it because so many people are onto this story. And, and everywhere you look, somebody has got something to say about this. And I don't know if it's, like you say, the Academy, because they think that they're hiding something and then and the law enforcement is hiding something so i can see with the academy something are they hiding the something academy. because it wasn't she like was said, below the lid on it or do something and and yeah. it's definitely not unfeasible that that has happened multiple times before and since right so I, i'm saying that 
you know, everybody's hiding something and everybody wants to know answers to this particular thing. And it was, it's one of the, one of the top, um, missing cases, missing cases and, and people looking up on this missing case and it's still open. It's still open. So yeah. I, I, I just don't understand. So somebody's hiding something. I know a, a psychic could probably tell us. And like you said, she might be right here in the United States or she could be in Canada. She could be in New She's Mexico. In Oak Island. Maybe. But um, I think if, if something did happen to her at the academy, and uh, somebody, if she was really pregnant and she just wanted to get away, um, afraid that he would do something to her. I don't know. So I, I just thought that the behavior right away was kind of funny to me. I think it's like you said, mom, like I, with it being two different counties and then obviously like the police and the parents and the family are not getting along very well. I think it's just, nobody's working together and they're losing evidence because of that. Yeah. I don't know. But the parent, the family is just really on top of it. And one of the journalists, like I said, she went to, um, Massachusetts, or I mean, the University of Massachusetts, and she became a journalist. And she said, um, it haunted her. This, this, this one haunted her. And she had a lot, a lot of stuff. And she was the one that mapped out the the route. She was the one who got a hold of um, all of these, um, these people the james renner who wrote the book and then there was a um art roderick and he was he was like an investigator person and he works for the uh i guess he still is if i'm not mistaken um he works for the government right now he works for the fbi or he works for our um government trying to find missing persons or, I mean, cases and stuff. Right, right. And so this journalist had him go with her and they were really looking into where she is. And they were the ones that, you know, questioned James and he said that she could be in Canada. So maybe, like I said, that was on the oxygen. Maybe they are, are the ones that, may may have no 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 seen took pictures or some somebody took a picture and it looked just like it was fuzzy but you know they claimed that that's who it was it was her mm -hmm. so maybe that was them um that, that snapped the picture people are asking who snapped the picture where's you know where's she now yeah so that's it i really feel like that she was alive she would have contacted somebody by now yeah that's true i don't know i don't know either hopefully someday they'll have closure to it 
There's uh, 90 million people missing. And they're still, they said, you know, another case was, uh, I might do that one, so I better not say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's it for me. Any questions, anything? Nope. All right. Any questions from our viewers? If you know anything about this case, shoot some feedback. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, please, you know, again, hit that like button. Um, share our site with your friends and subscribe to our site. All right. All right. I guess we'll see you guys next week. Anybody got anything they want to say before I sign off? Nope. All right, guys. That guys. Peace, love, and happiness. Bye. 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 Alexa played the famous school of thought.